Okay, so we're going to go through some interesting things over here. What the Chorvis Halavovitz is going to tell us of some of the inyonim of um, how much ishtadlis a person has to do, which is always a question which is asked by people. You know, when it comes to a Munna, it comes to Betochen, how much ishtadlis does a person really have to do? You know, we mentioned once that Yosef HaTzadik was in prison and he was punished by staying an extra couple of years because he mentioned an extra couple of words. Um, you know, when people were leaving and he said, oh, make sure you remind Paro that I'm still here. Like, hello, what are you doing? So everyone asked, like he was doing Hishtadus. You're allowed to The answer is, for him, it was too much Hishtadus. Maybe for us that would be normal. For him, it was too much Hishtadus, right? So it's a very important idea for a person to how much effort does a person have to put in to his life, to his Parnassah, to everything. It's for it to be considered normal or is it too much Hishtadus? Says the Chavis al as follows. The Kashen is stakel, but soyrech ha'odom, how much a person has to go uh, how much let's look at how much a person has to try and deal with everything he needs to deal with you're going to find very clearly let's say a person needs money he needs food, he needs parnasa he needs to put food on the table if you put the food that he wants that he needs in front of him Beautiful example. A guy's hungry. You know that he would like to eat right now a falafel. Right? And a falafel will really help him right now. Right? Like we have here in for lunch today. Gavaldi. He's starving hungry. So you take the falafel, you put it on a plate, you put it in front of him. Is he now full? Is he satisfied? Or is he still hungry? He's just as hungry as before. Because it's very nice that he has it in front of him. He has to pick it up and eat it. He may have to go and wash, which is even more tircha, because then, then he has to bench afterwards. But that's a whole different shayla. It's bizarreness. Okay, whatever that means. But anyway, the point is, the point is that there are certain times that you can have everything you need, but you still need to do something for it to really take effect. Right? A guy's thirsty, he needs water. Oh, Gavaldi, I found a bottle of water in the fridge. Yeah. So now you're quenched, your thirst is okay? No, you're still thirsty. Now you need to go and get it, pick it up, put it into a cup, make a shahakane with vuroi, and drink. So there are certain situations that you actually have to put in your own effort for something to actually happen. For sure, imagine if I'm sitting over here and the food is on that side of the table and I can't even reach it. Oh, he found, he found, um, he found some grain. What's he going to do with grain? He needs to grind it, he needs to put water with it, eggs, sugar, whatever it is, bake it in the oven. It's a whole process that goes on over here. In other words, food, even if you're hungry, you may have some of the, the actual ingredients, but it won't help you fulfill what you need without actual effort. For Yosef Gugum is ever kosher. Um, right? Sometimes a person has to go and buy it, and he has to go. Not only, not only he has it got the grain, he has to, you know, grind. He has to go and buy the grain. He's going to have to even more tilcha, right? She's stuck in the He's going to have to mamish, hire himself out for money. He's going to sell things 
In other words, he needs to get the food on the table. It takes amount of effort. Now, the Chavis Arabavis is going to tell us two reasons why the Rabbanisham did this. Why couldn't the Rabbanisham just make shawarma grow from trees? Why couldn't the Rabbanisham make pizza grow in bushes? Why did it have to be that in order for pizza and burgers and all these things to come about, you have to grind the meat, you have to roast it, you have to get the bun, you have to get the vegetables and grind them at this, that. There's so much effort involved. Come on, I'm so lazy, I don't want to do anything. Why? Why, why do Rabbanisham do this? Why do Avonjah put this Metzius in the world? There, there were so many easier ways of doing this. Right? Or, or, or a better way, a better example. Why do we need to eat food? Why can't the Avonjah create a world? This would save so much time, by the way. Yeah? Breakfast would be like finished in seconds. We can go straight to Aloha Sheh. Right? Why can't the Avonjah create a world where you go like this? Watch. Watch carefully what I say. Ah, oh, I'm stuffed. The Avonjah could do that, right? You breathe in some air. Bang! You're full! That'd be Gavaldic! No diabetes! No diets! Everything would be Gavaldic! The Rabbanishim could do that. Why did. Right, no, everything's kosher! Everything, no mashkirim! Could you imagine? Okay, a lot of people lose their jobs, but the idea is why did Rabbanishim set up the world in the way that he did? That's the Shaila. Why a person has to go to work? You know what it is to go to work? It's to get up in the morning. Uh-oh. He's got to get up in the morning. He's got to go to the office. He's got to fill out papers. And he has to work. And it's boring. And you know. Why? So that I can buy food for Shabbos. Why? Why? There are two, two reasons. Listen carefully about this. It's a very important idea to understand why the Rebbeinu Shalom put effort into the world. Because Because the Chachma of Hashem wanted every person to have an Esoyen, to have a test. Are you going to be loyal to serve Hashem? He wanted to test you to see how you're going to react. Right? And need everything which is outside of himself. For example, you need food and drink. They're not within you. They're outside of you. You have to do certain things to get them. Clothing. And you need somewhere to, to, somewhere to hide, somewhere to sleep, somewhere to have a shelter over your head. Right? You need someone to be with. A wife. And the way the Rabbi wanted you to look for these things in the kosher way. Right? In other words, yes, you need to go and procreate. Yes, you need to have children. But there's a kosher way. It's called getting married and having children in the right way. Not stum walking in the street and finding wherever you want. You need to eat. You can't just eat whatever you want. It has to be kosher. You have to check it for bugs. You have to make sure it goes in a milchik pan if it's milchik or fleishik, fleishik. In other words, there are certain... Clothing has to be tzniyas. It has to not have shutness in it. Everything that we require that is outside of ourselves is in a open, is in a way that requires a test. Because everything we need to get can be acquired by Issa or Beheta. You have to choose which one you're choosing. So when you buy food, you have to choose. Are you buying food because there's Hebrew writing on it, so it must be kosher? Or there's a chassidish guy with pious in there, so it must be kosher? Or did you check into it and say, oh, this is actually a kosher restaurant? And when you buy something, are you checking that it's co- all of these things? That's why the Rabbi Shalom, quote unquote, it's not true, but quote unquote, complicated our lives and gave us what the Messiah Zhajom have mentioned so many times is in a Soyan to test us. 
The Bansham could have easily done a Matthias of a world. Ah, you breathe in, Kavaldic, I'm full. No, there's no test. There's no test. The Bansham wanted to say, are you really loyal to him? How's your avoid this Hashem? Is it real or is it fake? When you go to work, are you cheating? Or are you actually going to be working properly? Are you going to be, for example, working every moment? Or are you going to be, you know, stealing time and being on the phone and all sorts of things, doing cheating in business to make more money? Everything you need to do in this world, from going to work to buying food to buying clothing and everything, requires a test. And that's the reason. This that the Rabbani Shalom decreed, that a person should try to get all these things, you should try to get it properly, right? of getting all the various causes to their correct place, right? uh, did not ask him to do something that he can't be able to do. And therefore, your kavana, if you do something wrong, is because you wanted to do something wrong. If you wanted to cheat in business, because you wanted to make more money, then it's your kavana to do that. You chose bad over good. That means your kavana is that way. Ah, you didn't end up cheating, because your lawyer didn't let you, whatever it was, but your kavana was to cheat in business, so you're going to get punished for that. So the idea what he's telling us, and this is it, That's true. When it comes to Shavara, unless it's a Vodazora, you didn't really think nothing happened. But the point is, your Kavana, when you opened up your business, was to cheat, was to try and make money and not in the right way. Right? I'm just giving that as an example. It could be anything, obviously, right? But the idea is that the whole purpose, why Hashem put work in the world, why did He require you to go into business? Not to keep you busy, even though that's a beautiful reason. The Gemara says that's very Hashem for a person to go to work because that causes him to be busy and not to do Averis. So leaving that for the side, the purpose of work, according to what the Chavis Elvavis is explaining now, is why? Is in order to test you because you need to go to work to make money in order to put food on the table. So and all of that is a process of feeding myself, of buying a house, clothing, cars, all sorts of things. So therefore, it's a test. But you failed the test by going into it in the wrong way. Right? May, uh, would you be mummish punished? I don't know. I don't know. The sky of Achazah Gemul Vahoynesh says over here that, you know, Vafil Logoma Bema Maisa. It seems to be much over here that even if a person, you know, he tried the best that he can, if he did it in the wrong way, there could be something that he t- failed and it could be he'll get into trouble on that. Now, that's reason number one for effort. There's another reason, which we'll do tomorrow. Why there's effort and cried in the world? But at least for the first reason, we understand that reason of the effort is because Akash Baruch wanted to test us. He put us on this world to give us gain, to give us, to give us good. And in order to give us good, he had to test us to see if we're going in the right direction. Basically, tomorrow, we'll go through the second one.